I'm excited about this for Persia. I'm excited too. I mean, we're just going to burn it all down, right? Let's do it. That's my plan. So Absolutely. I'm here for the ride. Let's go. Shotgun. <laughs> if you came prepared to burn it all down, then let's go. No, no, no. You are driving oh, this okay. train. Let's go. A thousand miles down the track. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. Let's just go. That's my favorite kind of ride. Let's do this. Hi, Jillian here, and welcome to Let the Women Do the Work. And on this episode, we're tackling a story that a lot of women have gotten pulled into, tens of thousands of them nationwide, women buying, selling, and organizing their lives around leggings. You guessed it. We're diving into the faux fabulous world of LuLaRoe. Come along, hun. Ugh, gross. Can't believe I just said that. Now, for those who don't know, LuLaRoe is a multi-level marketing company, or MLM as it's commonly called. MLMs are direct sales companies with multiple levels or ranks employees can find themselves in, either due to sales performance or recruiting. The higher up you are, the more money you pull in from the team beneath you. MLMs are thought of by many people as pyramid schemes with products. In a country that takes unending pride in its committed marriage to capitalism, this makes MLMs legal. What could possibly go wrong with sales of any kind? Well, as we learned from my guests, a lot, a lot can go wrong. My name is Roberta Blevins. I live in San Diego, California. It feels like now I'm a hairstylist by hobby and a podcaster advocate by trade, uh, but it wasn't always like that. But that's where I'm at now. Basically, anti-MLM, pyramid schemes, multi-level marketing, frauds, Ponzi's, whatever you name it. I will gladly educate you on it so you don't get sucked into the trap. Ah, the good old trap of pyramid schemes. You're probably familiar with them. They're scams disguised as investments, and we as Americans are easy fish to catch in their net. Pay into a scheme, recruit people below you, move up the pyramid. But hopefully you got in early, because latecomers make nothing, or close to it. Sorry, the truth hurts, especially in this case. MLMs follow this structure under the guise of business. So when you pay in, you're not an investor. Essentially... You are a direct seller, but basically a 1099 contracted person. You're not even an employee. And you are then tasked to sell these products to people and also encouraged to recruit people to also sell the same exact product. So you're encouraged to recruit your own competition in sort of hopes of joining and building this big team underneath you in which you get a percentage of all of their money as well going up the line. And that's legal and protected by the government. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Since 1979. Thanks, Amway. Thanks, Amway. Oh, God, Amway. Yeah, absolutely. And according to Roberta, unless you're at the top, this can go one of two ways. So you either leave these companies because you run out of money or you go crazy, basically. And uh, I was literally going crazy. And that's what I decided to leave and go, what's going on? Let's look into this when I left my company. In 2015, I was introduced to LuLaRoe through a Facebook group of moms. We all had kids that were born in the same month. And it was like a support group kind of thing. As we're sharing things, this woman is sharing these leggings and she's like, oh, they're so comfortable. Does anybody want to buy them? Like, I'm a different size and these don't fit me. I'm selling them for five bucks. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll buy them off you for five bucks. Like with shipping, I think I paid $10 and she shipped them to me. And I put them on and they were so comfy. And I was like, what the heck are these? They're so thick and comfy. Like, I'm super down. Like, this sounds amazing. Like, tell me more about it. For me, it was my own curiosity of like just getting a pair of used leggings from somebody. But once once I made it very clear that I was interested, then it was it was on. And they were they were after me at that point. Like once they knew I was actually interested. And so a months-long grooming process began, leading Roberta down an unpredictable road riddled with deception, manipulation, and lots and lots of fabric. Hey, girl, modern fertility is back. This is all about the babies. Right. So, look. 
look, everyone knows we're supposed to go to the OBGYN like once a year for our annual checkup. Uh-huh. But usually I would think this is really not my thing. But from what I've heard yes. from my friends, <laughs> yes. checking in with your fertility isn't really a thing that people even think about until they're considering kids, you know? Yes, exactly. And this is exactly why Modern Fertility was created. So it's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within 10 days. You do this from home, girl. From home. Yeah. And here's what you get. You get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, yep. and other important fertility factors. So the results go really deep into what every hormone means and, 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 very <laughs> and, important. And? You can talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for the next steps. Because sometimes if, I mean, I don't know, but I would think like, what does this mean? I, I need to talk to someone about it. I just, I don't want the numbers. I need a real human telling me what's going on. Also, fam, it's affordable. So traditional testing with your doctor can cost over a thousand bucks. But Modern Fertility gets you the same info for just $159. So if you go to modernfertility.com slash work, you can get 20 bucks off your test. Yeah, and if you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward Modern Fertility. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners 20 bucks off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash work. Yeah, that means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get 20 bucks off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash work. Yeah, modernfertility.com slash work. Go get your baby on. If that's what you're into, and if you're not, that's great too. But if you are, do this one. (laughs) You may be asking yourself, who even joins a pyramid scheme? I would never fall for that. This mind, heart, and wallet are ironclad. No one's fooling me. Well, dear listener, it's not that simple. Because the MLMs of the world are scamming somebody. And that somebody could be a loved one, a neighbor, a person in line ahead of you at the post office ready to ship orders of essential oils or makeup or leggings adorned with hamburgers. Women make up nearly 75% of direct sellers in the U.S. for companies like these. And that's no accident. MLMs are predatory by design. In order to survive, they need new people constantly. And so every MLM has a target demographic they market their specific opportunity to. Marketing is the name of the game. So, for example, LuLaRoe sells itself as a way for stay-at-home moms to build a business and help out their breadwinning husbands. You, too, can turn leggings into food on the table or a renovation on the house or shoes. It's a lifestyle upgrade with Mormon undertones, of course. And it's very, very white. Peep any of their marketing materials just to see how alienating it looks. Herbalife, one of the biggest MLMs in the country, is a known targeter of Hispanic and Latina communities when it comes to recruiting. Forex, or the foreign exchange market, is a platform for trading currencies. Its classes, mentorship programs, and recruiting are increasingly popular with black and brown communities globally. As Roberta put it to me, no matter who you are, I'm sure there's an MLM for you somewhere. All you need to be is vulnerable. And Roberta was. In the years leading up to getting that first pair of buttery soft leggings in the mail, Roberta lost her father to pancreatic cancer. She got married. She had a kid and was figuring out a new life for herself with all this responsibility and without her greatest supporter. I have no idea what I'm doing. I am literally like drowning. And I'm like, what do I need? All of my friends that I had before my daughter, they don't have kids. So they don't really want to hang out with somebody with like a baby. I felt like I was in a very new space that I had never been in before and I didn't have community. So one, I was just looking for friends, like anybody to talk to that could devote more time than just a quick chat every couple of weeks. Like I I was looking for like a community and I had some moms that we would go to coffee on like Mondays after drop off at school. And it was really great, but I was looking for more of that. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. So I'm very, very much vulnerable in my friendship and community aspect. Not anymore. But then, yes. Sure. Also, I just, I needed a sense of belonging. And at the time I was very vulnerable again, because I felt like I was just a wife and just a mom. Like my husband would introduce me as my, this is my wife. And I was like, I have a name. And I I was already feeling this, like, I'm not just your wife kind of feeling. I'm not just Abby's mom. Like I'm more, I'm Roberta. Like I just didn't really have anything that I felt was bigger than me. And I know that seems so silly to say, but it's like, I just wanted something more than just like my little bubble. And even doing hair was really great, but I could only 
reach people in my town in Southern California. Like I wasn't reaching people across the country and helping people across the country. And so I was feeling all of these things and MLM looked to be like it would solve those problems, right? Something else worth noting is that Roberta actually tried out another MLM years prior to this, a dietary supplement brand, but she only lasted a few months before being turned off by the product and the vibe of the company. The whole thing just felt scammy. But LuLaRoe seemed different. It had a spiffy website, colorful merchandise that wasn't all the same, and again, a lifestyle sell. The lifestyle of the almighty girl boss. And it's incredible that you can choose the styles that you want to carry. We've got athletic wear, we've got business wear, the possibilities are endless. I know it's just clothes, but the way that you feel inside, based on how you look on the outside, it does something in your heart. Well, you know, it's like a total vehicle of patriarchy to make you feel like you're a a boss, a real boss, but not a real boss, a girl boss. Girl boss. Not even a woman boss or a lady boss, a girl boss, a little baby girl boss. With weak arms and a small brain. It's so, with the weakest arms you've ever seen, they're so tiny, they're like bird bones. It's about women empowerment. It's about being the woman that you were meant to be. It's about helping your husband with all the heavy lifting being super mom. It's like literally just like the personification of Pinterest. Yeah. That, that's it. Like, don't you want to be everything? Like, cause you can be. Okay. Like I tried being everything. It was like juggling a million balls. I don't know how many of them were on the floor, but most of them were. And we're living off of like frozen pizza and like drive through, which is fine. Right. You know, but like, that's not what I wanted to do. It's what I felt like was my only option because I was in this space. And it was just very controlling. And then you're shamed for it, but also praised for it at the same time. And what does this prophecy cost? Only $5,000. That's to start, I might add. And not even immediately. It's a six to eight week wait in the elusive queue before you get onboarded. But don't worry, the Lula madness starts immediately. And then there was like, the QB group, where's all the people that were waiting in the queue and they're sharing tips like the best places to buy things or this place has a really great deal on hangers or I really like these racks. And it was literally just like Amazon links. I mean, there were things on Amazon that we bought so many hangers that they were sold out. Like we bought so many of this specific like heat printer, like it was sold out on Amazon for weeks. It was insane how much consumerism we were generating just in this group waiting to join LuLaRoe. And at this point, we're spending so much money that we've got this sunk cost fallacy. Like, I can't quit. Like, even if I want to quit now, I've got a desk and I've already built it. And like, Ikea is not going to take it back. Like, ridiculous things like that. Well, I might as well just stick it out. I'm I'm in the queue. I only have two weeks to go. I might as well just wait. Like, it's, it's a total mind fuck when you're in this space because every voice of reason outside that's going, are you sure you want to do this? It seems like a lot. Like, how come you don't have clothes yet? When's your party? Like, that's weird that they're making you wait. Is squashed immediately by all the voices inside. That's like, they just don't understand because they're like not doing it. Like if they were in this group, they would understand. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, but he's really nice to me right. when, when you're not around. That's yeah, how it I know feels. he's a total jerk in the restaurant, but like, you should see how we are alone. He's right. Wonderful. When he's love bombing me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Absolutely. Roberta said that if you stopped to question any of this, that was when the gaslighting would kick in. She said there were leaders from the company in the group, teasing information all the while, encouraging everyone to stay in line. You'll want to see what's behind the curtain. We promise. That's another thing about MLMs. Information is powerful, and people at different levels have different amounts of it. And with that information comes intoxicating levels of power leading up to the very tip of the pyramid where founders Mark and Deanne Stidham hold court. Also, I had no idea, but I had very much undiagnosed ADHD at the time. And one of the main things of ADHD is the dopamine deficiency. Oh, yeah. LuLaRoe, as this troll party happiness, oh my God, love bombing, overload, best friends instantly lifestyle was like instant dopamine rush. And it was like, this is where I Because instantly my cup is filled with dopamine and it is like every day. I was in the queue. 
And I went to an event and I met Deanne and she's there. And I'm, I'm not even wearing LuLaRoe. Like I didn't even own any LuLaRoe. And I went to this thing with the girl that would become my upline. She was like, it's an incredible opportunity. And so I went and I met Deanne and I was like, look, I'm signed up. I'm in the queue. I'm waiting. I've already signed up a friend who wants to do this. And she's already underneath me in the queue. We're both waiting. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I already have a team. We're both waiting in the queue. And I just can't wait to hit the ground running. Is there anything we can do? Like I have to wait six weeks. And Deanne was like, you already have someone underneath you. You're a, you're a rock star. You're a firecracker. Here you go. Let's talk to Jordan. Let's get all this information. Let me have your email. Maybe we can get you onboarded early. You already have somebody underneath you. That's incredible. Like once they knew that I was already bringing people in, like they were like, how can we get you onboarded faster? And I remember being so cocky because like I was so filled with dopamine and I was like so confident. And I was like, the next time you see me, like I I fucking said this too. I was like, the next time you see me, Deanne, I'll introduce you to my team. Like, that's how ballsy I was. I was like, so in that moment where I was all, I am powerful. Right? Yeah. And guess what though? The next time I met Deanne, I did introduce her to my team. I had like five people with me that went to the next one. Like it was, well, of course. (laughs) Like I was like, I'm going to do this. Roberta was off and running. She took all those racks and hangers and office materials she'd stocked up on and converted a room in her house into a Lula room. And then she filled it with merchandise, none of which she actually selected, though. You never knew what you were getting. You would just go in the back office and you'd place an order. It would have, like, you know, leggings, and it would tell you the sizes. There's no way to pick prints or anything. You just pick style and size. It's changed now. But at the time, you had to have at least 33 items to purchase. And here's the other thing. Leggings came in a two pack. So even if I wanted to just buy 33 pairs of leggings, I'm actually buying 66 pairs of leggings. And you couldn't just buy a $10.50 pair of leggings. You had to buy, what is it, $22 or $23 or whatever it was, pack. So it got very expensive. So a box of leggings, if you're just going to buy a box of leggings, was roughly around five, $600 for a box. And we're encouraged to buy these multiple times a week. Oh, get 66 pairs today and 66 pairs tomorrow or break it up and throw t-shirts in there. And that way you'll get a better mix because what's going down the line is always changing. So sometimes I would get things and I'm like, clowns? Who the hell is going to buy clowns? And then someone's like, oh my God, I used to be a birthday clown and eat them. You're like, okay, well, you proved me wrong. Okay. Squirrels. I remember getting these horrible brown I think they were black leggings with gigantic, and when I say gigantic, I'm talking gigantic, like this, almost the size of your fist, squirrel heads all over them, all over them, just squirrels, like giant squirrels. And I'm thinking, I think I had like four or five pairs and I'm thinking, who is going to buy squirrel pants? And I sold every single pair that night because it was like people that were like, oh, my husband hunts squirrels. We love going squirreling. And I'm just like, okay, you proved me wrong again. Prove me wrong again. <laughs> And there were things yeah. where I would get something and it was like this beautiful floral because I'm like a sucker for florals. And I'm like, this is gorgeous. This is so cool. It would look really cool with this, that, and that. Thinking outside the box for me and it would sit and nobody would ever buy it. And it wasn't my size, so I wouldn't take it. And I'm just like, I can't believe this is still here. I've got one dress that was like greens and browns and had triangles all over it. They look like moldy Doritos. I was like, who's going to buy this? No one. The answer is no one. I never sold one ever. I had three of them and they came in three separate shipments. I was just like, what is happening? How am I still getting the the moldy green Dorito dress three separate times from three separate shipments over the course of multiple months in between? Like it was insane. Yet I couldn't get black leggings to save my life. Okay. Yeah. Well, come to me for those, but (laughs) you can't deny though, Roberta, is that you were good at this. And I was, it was more than just the pattern on the leggings. It was you. Yeah. It was a community, which was what I was looking for and which was what I was building. We had all kinds of fun stuff. Like I bought like these little scratcher tickets because you couldn't give discounts, right? But you could like send coupons and things. And so I wanted it to be fun. And I would come up with all these different kinds of coupons. And I was like, oh, you know, today is coupon day or whatever. If you buy a package today, you'll get one of these. And I just put little scratcher stickers. So you'd get a little cute sticker that I designed in like Canva or whatever. And it would be like, free pair of leggings on your next $50 purchase or 10% off your next purchase or $5 off a $25 purchase or more, whatever, you know, just to be fun, just to have something. We did like a Halloween, the Halloween leggings came out. I knew it was going to be 
a shit show because I could only get like 20 pairs. And so I did like a mystery. I was like, look, I don't know what I'm getting, but I know 20 are coming. The first 10 of this size and the first 10, you'll get this mystery pack. I'm going to throw, I put trick or treat candy and like a coupon for the next, like, sorry, if you got a shitty one, I apologize. But everybody went in knowing that it was going to be a mystery and we tried to have fun. And so many people were like, this is just really fun. Even though I didn't get the leggings I wanted, it was really fun. And I just, that to me was a really, it was about the community and I didn't need the MLM to do that, but I didn't know how to do that without the MLM at the time. And within this community of LuLaRoe, Roberta worked her way up. All cults have their own language and MLMs specifically also have their own language. But then LuLaRoe has its own language too. So it's like this cultception of loaded language. Uh, in an MLM, you're going to hear terms like upline, downline, crossline, or a lateral line, team, bonus, group volume, those sort of things. And it's all money and how money moves around. Per the Lula language of it all, she was first a retailer, grew her team enough to become a sponsor, then enough to become a trainer. It's all arbitrary because, as she admits, she never trained anyone. If she'd kept going, she would have become what's called a coach. But coaches didn't coach. And after coach, then you've got mentor. Worst people ever. And then we also had like everything was Lula something. So the person above you is your Lula mom. Or if it was a guy, I guess your Lula dad. But yeah, super gross. I know, gross. super gross. Like she's my Lula mom. And then the like the person above them would be your Lula grandma. So like explain, right? To be like, she's my oh uplines, my upline, God. upline. <laughs> Right? I know. It's so gross. But instead of being like, oh, well, my upline's upline, upline, you'd be like, oh, well, like, basically like my Lula great-grandma. You'd be like, oh, okay, I know who you're talking That's about. That's so weird. Like, to just, like, for the brevity of, like, trying to figure out where you are in the pyramid, it's like, but then you had your Lula sisters, and those are the people that you're lateral, or anybody in Lula row that's not above or below you would be your sister. It was the dopamine, 100%. It was amazing because it's the love bombing. Like I fully got sucked into it because I wasn't getting, I didn't feel like I was fulfilled in other areas of my life. I was like, obviously I'm gonna spend my time with them. Like they make me feel good. They make me feel beautiful and smart and, and interesting and valued. And it's not that I wasn't getting that from my family. It's just, I wasn't looking for that in my family. I was looking for that in LuLaRoe. And so I was finding it because they were producing it for me. And it was just so much dopamine all the time all the time and it felt so good I was told how amazing I was like the money's coming in I'm getting to buy people lunch which is like it's like such a basic thing but it like just feels really good to be like I got this one and like being able to do that just felt really good and being able to give back and here's the thing I wasn't making that much more money than I had been I left the salon it was like cost neutral in terms of income but I'm not living cost neutral so instead of like the money I would spend on my kids, I'm like buying stupid hats and dumb MLM hun shit. Like it's ridiculous, but it felt good. It felt really good. It felt important. I felt like a boss, babe. Whatever that feels like, that's what it feels like. It's like kind of a boss, but not really. It's like you're acting like a boss. Like I'm not a boss, but I play one on TV. It's like that sort of thing. And then coat it in glitter. And then you're good to go. And so, like, that's what it felt like. But not everyone in Roberta's Lula orbit had this experience. Because in order to climb the ladder, you need people below you to hold it up. Hey, girl, Athletic Greens is back. We are both taking the AG1 powder. We are obsessed. Yeah, so this is that powder where it's like one scoop and you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, all those superfoods, yes, yes. all that stuff. So I started taking it because I wanted sort of like a better routine in the morning. Yes. And I wanted a routine that was going to make me feel good just about myself yes. and also just my body, too. And so it's one scoop. I throw it in cold water, and I really, like, it tastes really good, I have to say. It also supports better sleep quality and recovery, which is why I started taking it because I for some reason I started like having a hard time sleeping and AG1 really makes a difference. Yeah, and it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. I'm just saying, not to call you right out like that. <laughs> so fam, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Throw it in your bag when you're getting on a plane. Yeah, which I brought on tour. Did you <laughs> see too. them in my hotel room? <laughs> All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash women. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash women to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Fam, it's easy. One little scoop and a cup of water, you got all the vitamins for the day. Yeah, you're good to go. Do it in the morning and then you don't have to think about it. Oh, God, that's the best. You're right? so smart. You plan ahead. I really do. I know. <laughs> hey, girl, Credit Karma's back. Hey, fam, were you a financial wreck like I was in my <laughs> 20s? I wish I had had Credit Karma. <laughs> well, do we have news for you. So Credit Karma is that thing. It helps you pick the right credit card, right? I mean, honestly, where has this been all my life? Well, now we're going to talk about the rewards, though. Yeah. Which is sort of a new thing. I, I always thought that was, like, too grown up. Like, get rewards from a credit card. Yeah. So Credit Karma can help you compare your rewards options so you can find a card that actually fits your lifestyle. It helps you earn miles or cash back for spending what you're actually going to do anyway. Yes. Credit Karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation. It's, like, tailored to you. Yeah, so I'm not going to do the frequent flyer thing. Right. Because I'm not always on planes very much. Right. But if it's, like, you know, yeah. going to the liquor store, then exactly. where's that? Where is that reward program? We want that. And because Credit Karma partners with a wide range of card issuers, you can be sure that you're exploring all sorts of options. Yeah, and best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Yeah, nothing worse than being rejected by a credit card company. I know. (laughs) Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free, and it won't affect your credit score. That's a big deal. Credit Karma, create your own karma. So, ready to find the card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personal mix of offers today. Go to creditkarma.com or the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. Yeah, that's creditkarma.com. Get those rewards. It really is free money. You and me were able to upgrade to first class on tour because of the points that we had. Thank you so much, Steve. But everyone else in the world. <laughs> Do it with Credit Karma. <laughs> yeah. Because Steve was like, I know what card to use. We're like, wait, what? That was all before Credit Karma was in our lives. In MLMs, there are essentially two ways to make money. There's the obvious one, selling. And then there's the much more profitable one, recruiting. Now, here's the thing. According to research from the Consumer Awareness Institute, an independent organization of advocates whose research has been shared by the Federal Trade Commission, 99% of participants in MLMs lose money. So recruiting is a deceptive dance of selling an opportunity to people that has, ostensibly, a 1% chance of working out in their favor. Roberta always had a funny feeling about this aspect of LuLaRoe. So she wasn't that into actively recruiting people. And she didn't have to. Everyone in her downline actually approached her with interest in selling LuLaRoe. But as a trainer, Roberta would occasionally lead presentations about growing a team. And in preparation for one of these she asked some members of her upline for advice. How do you sell the opportunity? You know, like in an ethical way. I was really trying anything I could other than just admitting that it was a total scam the whole time. And I just remember like, I'm like, can you just give me a piece of advice on like recruiting? Like what you would do? Like what's your best piece of advice when offering the opportunity? And my upline goes, never assume they can't afford it. And I was like, dang, like $5,000 is a lot though. Never assume they can't afford it. If they're asking you about it, they can afford it. And it just, it felt really predatory to me. Cause I mean, even as a hairstylist, when people are like, how much is it? I'm like, like, I'll do the math. And I'm like, I'm going to give them $20 off. That seems like a lot. Like, I just don't know my own value and like self value in, in terms of that sort of thing. And so like, for me, it was always very difficult. And I just thought it was it was very nonchalant to be like, to never assume they can't afford it. Meanwhile, LuLaRoe couldn't even seem to afford all that it set out to do. Roberta describes that she and many of her colleagues were taken advantage of for their ideas, time, and labor. And a lot of this was made possible through the idol worship within the company. The owners, Mark and Deanne, and other higher-ups that topped the pyramid, they were like celebrities. There was even a term for it. Ready? Lula famous. Ugh, barf. And the Lula famous of this small, small world are considered royalty. I remember because being a leader here in San Diego, when we would have San Diego trainings, the leaders were emailed and said, hey, get there at like six to help set up. 
because, you know, they're not going to hire someone to set up. They're going to have us do it for free because it's a friggin' honor. So we're there setting up and they're like, oh, Roberta, like Deanne will be flying in at this time. And I was like, flying in? They're like, oh yeah, they're taking the jet. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, Deanne will be flying in and she's going to do a photo op first. Like, we need you to set up the photo booth. And it was like still in the Amazon box. It was like the telescope type where you're like putting it all up and screwing it all together. And it's like this huge backdrop setup. And they're like, oh, here's the box. Just put it together. And I'm like putting the clamps and setting up this backdrop because Deanne is coming to this tour, this Inspire training, which is supposed to be inspiring, I guess. But the main concern for them was that I needed to set up the photo booth so that Deanne could get her photo ops in in the beginning. And that was near the end. Where and you're I'm part of the like, team. So of course you would. Yeah, that was near. That was probably like two or three months before I left. And I was like, what is happening? Like everything just felt really weird. By 2017, Roberta began to see the cracks. She described it as a marble sculpture that she chipped away at. The truth of LuLaRoe and what it was doing to her life. A big thing was her reckoning with the bonus structure at the company. It's covered extensively in the Amazon docuseries Lula Rich that with higher-ups, bonuses are where the big money is, not sales. I found out in January before a lot of people that the compensation plan was going to be changing. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, it's just like, it's because it's like based on what we buy and not what we sell. And I remember thinking like, oh, like, so our bonus is based on what we buy. So like, if we don't sell enough, we can just buy enough and hit our bonus. Like, I remember thinking that in the beginning. I was like, that's easy. Not realizing that's a pyramid scheme. Like, duh. again, like I just was ignorant about these things. So I just didn't know how they worked. I knew what they were. I just didn't understand what I was explaining was also the same exact thing, just using different words. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, you know, I find this out and they're like, so you're really going to have to focus on, you know, making sure you hit those sales to get your bonus. And I was like, I can do that. So like the first two months of uh, 2017, January and February, I busted my ass in sales. Like I had parties, I had multiple parties a week. Like it was so much and they were my biggest months. And I hit the threshold of what I would have to hit to get my bonus. And I was like, oh, I got this. But then inside I was like, I do not got this. That is so much. I need an assistant. I need like a warehouse, like this is so much. I even pulled my back out, which caused so much more trouble down the line. But that was the beginning of my back problems because I was shipping so much and bending down and like doing it the wrong way and rushing and shoving and stuffing. And and I hurt my back really bad, which now I have back problems, whatever. Um, (laughs) the, The beauty of getting old, so great. She ended up voicing this, how tired she was, her anxiety, the fact that this was causing her physical pain, And just when she brought up her concerns, she got rewarded for all of her hard work. She got invited onto a cruise. It wasn't free, but it was an honor, enough to keep her going a little bit longer. Because gifts weren't given in LuLaRoe, they were used. Obviously, you hit like a certain rank, you get the watch. That was a big thing. So I was like riding high on that. I remember something else happened and they like bought me a pair of those Teaks ballet flats. And I was like so excited to have, cause like everyone in LuLaRoe that was anyone had a pair of teaks. And so like getting gifted a pair of teaks was like even better. Like, oh my God, your teaks are like, yeah, my upline got them for me. Like that's how fancy I am. Someone bought these for me. I didn't have to buy my own teaks, peasant. You know what I mean? Like that sort of attitude. Ridiculous. And then in 2017, the company would actually provide its greatest gift of all. This time to the 99% below. In the wake of various accusations against the company, LuLaRoe implemented a 100% buyback policy. They said, hey, that moldy Dorito dress, the clown leggings, even the beautiful florals that no one wants, we'll buy them back. And a lot of people jumped on this, so much so that they ended the policy basically overnight. Well, chances are you've seen their wild pattern leggings, you know, the ones that are described as buttery smooth. Well, one uh, local LuLaRoe retailer says trying to get the Corona-based company to make good on their return policy has been anything but smooth. Two on your side reached out to LuLaRoe's founder, Deanne Stidham, for an on-camera interview. We were denied that request. In a statement, LuLaRoe said its 100% buyback policy was a temporary waiver to its long-standing 90% reimbursement policy. Right after the buyback happened and all of the people that were like on the fence about leaving left and it was this huge exodus, like LuLaRoe gave out like 50 million in refunds in like six months. It was insane. 
Right when that happened and everybody started leaving, there were some people that were like speaking out against LuLaRoe, like on anonymous accounts and like blogs and things like that. And because I had been in social media and had worked as a blogger, literally my only qualification, they were like, Roberta, can you go see if these rumors are true? And I was like, you probably asked the wrong person because this is juicy. And so I went and I looked and I read everything. And I was like, oh my God, I hope this isn't true. Cause oh my God. And they were like, is it true? Through this, she discovered a Facebook group called Lula Row Defective, where people were posting their complaints about faulty, sun-bleached, moldy, yes, moldy merchandise. Stories were being swapped about tax issues and the messy compensation plans. All that information, once locked behind doors, was spilling out everywhere. Everything that I had ever asked about, that I had ever been like, this seems fishy, everything was in there. And at that point, I had realized that I had been literally consistently lied to for two years and broke down because like at this point, I'm like yelling at my family, like, you don't understand. I have to sell these leggings or we don't even get to eat food. Like at that point where it was like, whoa, dude, who are you? And like looking back at that and being like, something's got to give, right? And like my mental health is like, I volunteer's tribute. (laughs) Totally. So I remember going like, I can't do this. I'm having panic attacks and I had never really had them before. And I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I'm freaking out. And my husband's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm taking a week off. And I watched Scientology Aftermath with Leah Remini and Mike Rinder. And I was like, holy shit, I'm in a cult. Like at that point, like I, I had sort of unplugged from LuLaRoe to just sort of work on my mental health. And I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm like, that happened to me. That happened to that person. I remember hearing about that happening to me. And it was just like every single example of like cult indoctrination and abuse and like control. I had an example for, and I just remember crying and being like, I'm pretty sure I'm in a cult. And I was like, uh, Leah Remini, maybe just saved my life. Hey girl, Apostrophe's back. Yes, this is a prescription skincare company. You have flawless skin. Tell the people everything. Thank you so much. So Apostrophe offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. So at Apostrophe, a board-certified dermatologist will create a personalized treatment plan that's perfectly tailored to your skin. You just hop online, fill out a simple quiz. Again, I always say this, you know the answer. It's your life. It's your skin. You can't fail the quiz, fam. Yeah, you can't. Exactly. You cannot fail it. You just tell the quiz a little bit about yourself snap a few selfies so yep. you know for the visual and then you get this like this customized treatment plan and yeah. so sometimes skincare can be a little difficult you don't know when to put something on or like yeah, yeah, it yeah. should be before the cream or the serum or whatever <laughs> right. or daytime nighttime like uh-huh. some things are only at nighttime so apostrophe sends you little stickers and stuff so it's like daytime nighttime oh so you goodness. know exactly what to put on when and also i'm living in that sunscreen just yes. want to shout out that sunscreen so fam we have a special deal for our audience save 15 bucks off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash work when you use our code work and the code is only available for our listeners. Do not tell your friends. Well, tell your friends to listen and then that counts. <laughs> exactly. Little workaround. Totally. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash work and click begin visit. Then use our code work at sign up and you'll get your very first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash work. Jillian hates spelling it out. So I, I always feel it. like I'm going to do it wrong. And use the code work to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5 and we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you, Apostrophe. Now, you. for you, sometimes I do spell them out. That's true. You, you said always like that. That's couples therapy number one. You don't say always or never. <laughs> Roberta was out. She was free. And she was pissed that this happened to her. And like all good people with a bone to pick, she started a podcast about it. On my podcast, I talk to survivors and most of them have been in at least three MLMs before they're like, wait a second, it's not me. I'm the common denominator, but it's not me. Why did this happen to me? How did this happen to me? Like, I know about Scientology. Like, I have friends that were in it. Like, how did this happen to me? Why did this look different? How did this look different? It was supposed to be leggings. I was supposed to be selling things to my friends. Like, what is going on? And I just, like like I said, ADHD, you know, I need every single puzzle piece in front of me before I can put the puzzle together. So I just started researching and it's interesting. Most of the puzzle is put together, but I still find new evidence of things in other MLMs like daily. I'm still going, what? I didn't even know about that. How's that a thing? And even though LuLaRoe is just sort of like in my rear view, it still pops up now and then. And the fact that I was able to do Lula Rich and like 
talk to people like you and, and reach different audiences and have people go, wait a second, like anti-MLM's a thing? I hate pyramid schemes too. I didn't know there was like a whole movement. And just really open up everything to the the, the new the new genres of, of educating ourselves. And I, I'm very thankful, but it, that's, that's basically what happened was like, I just woke up and Leah was like, hey, wake up. And I was like, oh my God, right. hi. Yeah, come sit with us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She now knows that regardless of their messaging, LuLaRoe and MLMs in general aren't about empowering women. They're just vehicles for the patriarchy. Yeah, right. So like one of the main things that I hear as an anti-MLM advocate is that my advocacy is inherently anti-women, that I hate women, that I don't want them to succeed, that I'm jealous of their success. And I, I want them to be haters and bitter losers just like me, because then I'll be happy because everyone will be miserable. It's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And they say that. And it's because I don't like MLM. And because MLM in MLM's eyes is a vehicle of feminism. It's a vehicle of women empowerment. Women all over the world can own their own business. You don't own your own business. And you can make so much money. 99.7% of people lose. So it's like, you're telling me something, but I have factual statistics that like completely tears down your argument. So for me, like, when you really break it down and you look at who really is empowering women, because I see it like anti-MLM hates women, they hate small business, they're whatever. I go, you don't work for a small business. You, you work for a humongous corporation that's in like 15 countries. You understand that, right? And like the guy at the top is a white man. The man that owns this is a white man. You're telling me that I should be empowered because I'm a woman but I'm just selling lipstick that a white man is selling. And I've done the math and MLMs on average make less than prison wages when you do the hourly. So it seems to me like just another vehicle of the patriarchy to dismantle the middle class. Like let's take away our education and let's give us all pyramid schemes to join. Like it's just ridiculous. Roberta went to the media, started speaking out, and was even asked by the Washington State Attorney General Office to give a deposition and a hearing for their suit against LuLaRoe back in 2020. It was during COVID, so there, in her pajamas, as she said, from the comfort of her own home, she was able to tell her whole story. She said it felt like standing up to a bully. The Washington State AG's office had filed a complaint against the company, alleging violations of the state's Consumer Protection Act and Anti-Pyramid Promotional Scheme Act. The case was settled for $4.75 million without any admission of liability from Mark and Deanne. And while that was being finalized, Roberta filmed Lula Rich, the Amazon docuseries that brought the downfall of LuLaRoe into the public eye. And so like working on the LuLaRoe stuff, it was very serious to me. And like, we need to get this done. We need to close this chapter and then we can have fun. And so now I'm in the fun chapter. <laughs> and it's been a really fun year. <laughs> Totally. It's the ultimate chasing that dopamine, right? Like, yeah. And it's just uh, totally, I'm just chasing that dragon all the time. But now the dragon is like, hey, wake up. It's time to go versus like me trying to find it. And in this newfound endeavor to educate the world on the predatory nature of MLMs, Roberta hasn't forgotten her downline. After she left, she set a goal for herself. Help at least as many people leave as she signed up to join. There were 75 people below her on her team, but she'd far exceed this with her new team of newly freed survivors. Hundreds of thousands, probably, by this point. I think I helped 75 within the first couple of months of leaving. Right. <laughs> I was like, dang, that was easy. <laughs> I mean, you're very good at this. So... Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, tell me... I mean, we know that they're predatory, yeah. right? Yeah. We know that. But how can we spot it? How can we subvert it? How can we make sure a vulnerable friend or loved one isn't getting taken advantage of? How do I know, right. like that I'm not about to fall for something. I don't think I'm vulnerable, but am right? I? Well, I think all of us are slightly vulnerable a little bit every day, right? Like you have moments of vulnerability. Sure. So the first thing I tell people like trying to protect themselves from scams, pyramid schemes, multi-level marketing, whatever it is that you're going to fall prey to is to just understand where you are in your life and know whether or not you are vulnerable and what your vulnerabilities are because people are going to use your vulnerabilities against you. So if you're like, man, I'm super broke and someone's like, don't you want to make more money? You're like, red flag. 
Like, so you know what your vulnerability is. So when people come at you with the answers that get rich quick, that I've got all the answers, like you can shut it down almost instantly and be like, "Mm -mm." they're focusing on selling the opportunity. That's the real product in a pyramid scheme is the opportunity is the recruiting of getting more people in. So also being understanding of going, they're not trying to sell me the jewelry. They're trying to get me to sell the jewelry. Or they're trying to get me to join this preferred thing. Because a lot of times in MLMs, the only difference between selling it and buying it is like a flip of the switch. The accounts are the same. So in the back end, you're a brick in the pyramid regardless. Even if you're not selling it and you're not building a team, you're still a brick in the pyramid. You're just not a load-bearing brick. Whatever. You're still doing that, that monthly auto ship. You're good. Golden. Perfect whatever. So everybody is involved. Even helping your friend. You think, I'm just going to help my friend. I'm just going to buy this $20 lipstick. I guarantee you she'd rather have the $20 than the $4 she's going to make off the lipstick that she's going to have to ship and order and wait and all this stuff. Like if you want to help your friend, just give her 20 bucks. Just be like, you know what? I bought you groceries. Hey, you want to go to lunch? My treat. Like that's how you're going to help your friend. Don't buy their crap. Be very aware of who's talking to you. Uh, who they are in relation to you, how you know them or how you don't know them, what they're presenting and, and, and the love bombing terms, like anybody being like overly loving, overly excited and they don't even know you, getting a message that's like, oh my God, I saw your feed and you'd be perfect for what I do. You're like, what do you do? And how do you know I'd be perfect for it? Like you've only ever seen my curated Instagram feed. I only put up the stuff I want people to see. So those sort of things, there's so much loaded language in it. And all of those things are red flags. And then ultimately your gut, like just listen to it. MLM is going to teach you that what your gut is saying is quote unquote negative or, you know, like, oh, that's just a bad influence. Or, you know, you need to get out of your box. You need to push your limits. Those are all ways of like undue influence to like get you to ignore your gut feeling. So you're like, oh, I'm not ignoring my gut feeling. I'm just pushing my boundaries. No, 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 no. You are ignoring your gut feeling and your gut feeling is like, run. So do not ignore your gut feeling. Just don't. Yeah, this is going to sound, but like a negative feeling is always a bad thing. You know, and I say that like like toxic positivity is a bad thing. You cannot have peaks without valleys. Like this is not flat earth, okay? Like there are peaks and valleys. There are ups and downs. There are sweet and sour. Coffee, you know, tastes bitter or you put creamer and sweetener in it, it tastes sweet. It's a different experience. Like you would never enjoy bitter coffee if you couldn't enjoy sweet coffee. Like it's the same thing. So understanding that without negativity, everything is positive, which means nothing is positive. It doesn't make sense. Uh, So anybody, it's not real. real. And anybody trying to curate (sighs) your life to remove the negativity is is a red flag. Absolutely. I like the negativity. I like having bitch fests. I like being like, can I vent, friend? And just be like, bleh. You need that. That's what life yes. is. Because if you don't get it out, it will come out like a like a pressure cooker. You'll explode. Of course. We need all of it. <laughs> It'll be so much worse. It's better to curate your venting. <laughs> right. And like leggings aren't no. going to solve the problem. No. And they just don't talk to me about it. And you can have relationships with people in your life that are in MLM. You don't have to cut people out. We are not a cult on this side. We're all about getting away from that black and white thinking and that us versus them narrative and letting people know it's okay. It's okay you joined an MLM. It's okay you lost money. It's okay that someone manipulated you and you fell for it. It's okay. You're stupid. So am I. That makes none of us stupid. Like, it's part of it. You're not dumb. It's all part of yeah. their plan, not We're yours. just figuring it out, right? Like I'm dismantling the stigma. This industry is literally designed for people to fail. And they will stand up and say, nah, And I'm like, yes, yes, here's the proof. Every day, here's the proof. Here's more proof. I've got people that reach out to me and they go, look, I was in an MLM 30 years ago. And I signed away and I was like, whatever. And I, I always had this weird feeling, but I never knew how to describe it. And then I heard your podcast. And it was like, oh my God. And now I'm working through those feelings and realizing, oh, I do that because of this. And there's a connection. And it's like, I'm finally unpacking my hun life from 30 years ago. It's wild, but it's really cool. And I'm creating that community that I wanted and have met the coolest people, the most rewarding, most rewarding thing I've ever done aside from being a mom and uh, helping people, getting emails from people saying like, you helped me. Thank you. Like you're my Leah Remini. Thank you. 
And then I got to meet Leah Remini. Is she awesome? She's awesome, right? She's amazing. She sent me roses. Oh, I love her. I love her. She's so great. Her and Mike were fantastic. I got to go on their show and like talk. I was just like, is this real life? Is this really happening right now? On the other side of this, Roberta found an identity all her own. Sure, she had about $8,000 left in Lula merchandise, but she's even finding authentic ways to use that. She keeps her remaining printed leggings and dresses in what she calls her hun drawer, which she pulls from for costumes to wear in parody TikToks she makes with her daughter. Coming full circle, it was a transformative experience. I'm not as nice. And it's not like I'm very kind. And nine times out of 10, I will be so kind. But I'm not the kind of person that's like so nice. I no longer set myself on fire to keep other people warm. And that is something that I've always done. I mean, maybe my daughter, I'll set myself on fire to keep my daughter warm, but that's about it. And I've just, I've always been like, so such a people pleaser and such, um, so accommodating, like the kind of person that's like, can I get everybody's dietary restrictions before I make the menu so I can like include something for everybody? Like I never want anyone to feel left out. And that was something for me that was really, really hard. And I think now I'm okay with focusing on me and focusing on what's best for me. Uh, this was like the first year of my life. Tw- well, last year, 2021 was like the first year of my life where I was like, I'm focusing on me this year. Like I'm doing what I want. I'm going where I want. I'm going to like talk to who I want. I'm going to say no to who I don't want to. And like, it was the best year of my life. And yeah, like I just, I think it's so important to do what you want and what's best for you as opposed to what you think society wants you to do or what you think other people want you to do based on their comments. And I just don't really care. I don't, I don't look at the comments anymore. There you go. Rule number one. You don't like me? Then don't like me. That's fine. Go find less. Right. (laughs) Go find less. Have fun with that. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think like paired with LuLaRoe in, in such a high demand controlling thing where like I had to ask permission for everything, like just being my own self and being like, yeah, like we can do that. Like, no problem. Yeah, sure. That sounds fun. For me, it's all about living as authentic of an experience as I can now and coming from such a place where I was controlled to knowing that I can do what I want. It's really powerful. And it's something that like it took me, I'm 41 now, so it took me a couple of years to learn it. But um, the next half of my life is definitely for me. And I'm very excited for what happens. There are many resources to check out on MLMs and how to prevent you and your loved ones from getting caught up in them. But why not start with Roberta's podcast? It's called Life After MLM and features interviews with all kinds of survivors, advocates, and of course, the incomparable Roberta Blevins. Be sure to also check out her YouTube channel for live chats, her TikTok at Berta Like Woe, and the Life After MLM Facebook group to get in on the conversation yourself. Let the Women Do the Work is a production from the Obsessed Network, and it's produced by Becca DiGregorio, Natalie Grillo, Patrick Hines, and me, Jillian Pensavalli. Our editor and mixer is Jennifer Swatek. Find me on Twitter at Jillian with a G. And remember, just let the women do the work. Even like people next to you that have different uplines, it could be, oh, she's like my Lula aunt because she's on your Lula mom's team laterally. I mean, it is like a family tree. They even call it a tree. And then anybody below you, this is really gross. You ready? Lula baby. No, yes. I hate it. <laughs> and then Lula grandbabies would be also like your Lula babies' babies. It's insane. I hate all of it. It's like, it's so bad. Mm-hmm.